everybody, welcome back to Pod Logic, part three of our four-part series breaking down this Twitter thread. We are going to jump right into tweet number 12. If you've missed out on the other two episodes, feel free to go back, start there, or if you want to just start with this one, totally fine as well. But we'll start it out with tweet number 12. Enjoy. Number 12, I use Audacity to record and Skype to connect with guests and colleagues. That's honestly it on the software front since I don't handle the editing. Libsyn's been a good host and is affordable. I also use Libsyn for PodLogic. I also put people on Anchor, Blueberry. Uh, there's a slew of podcast hosting options out there. As for Audacity, that is a DAW. That's a free DAW that anyone can use to edit and record your audio. I personally use Logic Pro X. As for uh, recording virtual calls, I use Zoom. Uh, Skype, I've heard works. I, I haven't heard, honestly, great things about it, but if that's what David uses, that's his prerogative. I would point people over to Zoom just because that's the most success I've seen with using, with conducting remote interviews and remote, remote podcasts. Number 13, if you're chatting with a guest or a co-host online, try to have all the audio recorded locally to that person's computer versus trying to record a Skype call on your end. Tunes like, tools like Zencaster are okay, but the compression and sync is always an issue and makes for a lot more editing. Do not use Zencaster. Zencaster sucks. I, I have had the worst experience with Zencaster. So David, totally agree with you. And the recording all of the audio locally is also another term called double ending, which I got shafted on Twitter for by a, another podcaster for thinking that that was a new term. But hey, you know what? We're all learning as we go. I hadn't heard of it before. Obviously, it seems like something I should know. But yeah, double ending your audio is key. So if you listen back to the sit down number two with Michael King, we were not in studio together. We were recording over the phone, but we were each recording into our own recorders. So Mike was recording into a Zoom H6. I was recording into the Rodecaster Pro. And that's how we were able to make it sound like we were both in studio. And that audio sounded so much better than if I had just used the recorded phone call audio that I originally had. It just sounded so much worse. So absolutely, locally recording the audio on everybody's end is absolutely critical. Number 14, before you launch, really spend some time thinking about how you're willing to monetize your podcast. Talk to other hosts about what they've experienced. Pre-roll and mid-roll ads. Will you be willing to read them, et cetera? Now, I, I'm a big believer in the idea that if you are getting into your podcast to make money, then you are destined to fail if that is your only goal. I have nothing against people with aspirations to monetize their podcast, but you need to have a distinct goal of why you're doing the show and it can't be money because you will never make it. There are too many Hollywood celebrities. There are too many influencers. There are too many people partnering with networks or uh, podcast production houses that have a lot bigger budget and are going to monetize right off the bat. And it makes independent podcasters like us, it makes it so much more difficult to actually monetize your podcast. But if you do get to a point to where monetization is, is an attainable goal, then absolutely. That's that's something you got to think about. Uh, you got to look at the CPMs if you're going through a, a podcast ad broker. So pre-roll ads uh, obviously don't uh, garner as much money as a mid-roll ad. And then you got to think about the whole idea of dynamic insertion versus baked in ad reads. And you can check out my thoughts on that on uh, January 13th podcast newsletter. You can kind of just cruise uh, the straight up podcast Twitter for that. It goes into it in a lot more detail. Number 15 goes more into advertising as well. Make it easy for potential advertisers, if you're amenable to those, to reach you. Learn your metrics and discuss pricing options. Don't inflate your numbers. Just be honest and update as you grow. Yeah, that's absolutely true. 
people who lie about their numbers to get advertisers, they always get screwed. It's the same thing in life. If you lie and you lie and you lie, it's going to catch up to you and you, it's going to bite you in the ass. So yeah, absolutely. Be truthful about your numbers. If you can and you're on Libsyn, Libsyn has the IABV2, which is a, a pretty recent update in the podcast world to actually get a real a real solid look at what your numbers look like in terms of pitching advertisers. So learn the pricing options for CPM with professional ad brokers. But again, if you're just cold calling companies and you're going to go direct to them, then have a knowledge of what, what traditional pricings are, what most I guess the market rate is for podcast promotion and podcast advertising. Understand those numbers and your negotiations are going to go a lot smoother. Number 16, speaking of growth, it'll likely be slow. Did you catch that? It'll likely be slow. You'll get a few spurts of subscriber growth, but then it'll probably be incremental. Just stay at it and appreciate the listeners you have. Podcast sharing is word of mouth, which takes time. 100%. All these uh, podcast groups on the internet and on Facebook and stuff like that. The biggest question that I see them all asking is why, like, how do I find advertisers? How do I promote my show? And they always say like, oh, do Facebook ads. Oh, do Instagram ads. Don't do any of that. If you focus on your content, people will share your show and your show will grow. Again, it points back to a, a previous PodLogic episode of Patience. You have to be patient with the growth of your audience. Appreciate the ones that you have. I am so appreciative of everyone that tunes into this podcast. I know that there's a million other podcasts out there. And for y'all to take the time to listen to me uh, every week or every every couple weeks or however often you tune in, it, it means the world to me. So I, I really do appreciate that. And do the same with your listeners. Appreciate them. Whether it's 10, whether it's 50, whether it's one, you got to appreciate the listeners you have because they are taking the time out of their day to listen to what you have to say. Number 17, if you don't love your podcast, no one's going to love your podcast. And this is this is so true. And this goes back to the authenticity point of it. If you're trying to create something that you think other people will like instead of something that you like, your podcast is destined to fail. You're not going to want to do it. At some point, you're going to go, I hate doing this. I feel like I'm just pandering to a group of people that like what I put out because I think that that's what they like. You should be putting out what you like. I was listening to a podcast this morning. It's about the Illuminati. If you aren't interested in the Illuminati, why would you do a podcast about it? If you hate conspiracy theories, but you think that's what people want to listen to, why would you do a conspiracy theory podcast? Same thing with true crime, all this other stuff that I see out there. You got to do something that you love to do because this is something that you are going to put your time, your blood and sweat and tears into. And if it's not something that you genuinely care about, why are you doing it at all? Thanks so much for tuning in to part three of four of this Twitter thread breakdown. Again, the full thread is in the episode link below. If you've missed out on the other two episodes or the first two episodes of this Twitter thread breakdown, go back and listen to those episodes as well. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes of PodLogic. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can also sign up for our newsletter as well. And all of that information is available at straightuppodcast.com because as always, all good things come from Straight Up Podcasts.